0: Thank you for tuning in, and now, for this week's show. (laughs) Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 307, a West Virginia turkey hunt. And I am your co-host, and the guy who is almost there.
1: And I'm your co-host. The guy who wants to kill a winter turkey really, really badly. Yes, you do. I'm, I'm obsessing over it, just yep. like everything else involving turkeys. But
0: well, and I, I may be one of the beneficiaries of that. So, obsess I hope away.
1: Are. I hope you are.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately for you, I'm extremely busy, and and I am not much help in planning a winter turkey hunt for us to go on so you're having to do the majority of that by yourself but that is fortunate for me in that i just get to show up pay See, some money kind
1: of fortunate for me because i enjoy planning so
0: yeah i do too really um but i also enjoy making money so i like that part of the
1: i do like making money as well yeah and the good news for you since you enjoy planning is that i've gotten us precisely nowhere so <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, that's true. Well, then, so
1: you still plan all you want? <laughs> Cause yeah. Then, I haven't accomplished nothing for us.
0: You and I have gotten the same amount done for that hunt.
1: Yeah. One of us has just spent more time on it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, so I assume almost there means the house is almost prepared.
0: Almost. Fair so.
1: Not. It's always nice when the renovations end and you get to see your new look. To the yeah.
0: Home. You know, it's it's all pretty well finished we've just got some doors to paint a couple of pieces of furniture to paint some spots on the cabinets need to be touched up I've got somebody coming tomorrow to do that and assuming all that checks out with the cabinets okay and the touch-up goes well then I think Saturday Today we'll be moving dishes and plates back into the cabinets and pots and pans and all the stuff that's sitting on the mm-hmm. floor in the dining room and on the table in the kitchen and on a table in the living room so all of that stuff will go back into the cabinets and if i get some furniture moved back into the house i'll be good to go the problem yeah. with that is my number one furniture mover has the vid
1: the vid. Yeah.
0: Yep. So my son's got COVID and, oh, you'll love this. He shows up over here Friday to help me move two or three things into back into the house from the basement. He'd just gotten through playing volleyball, sand volleyball, and he's huffing and puffing and moaning and groaning. And anytime we'll stop to rest, I mean, he'll just lay down on the ground which is unusual. He doesn't do that. And so we kind of suspected something was going on. He'd just come back from the beach with a group of friends and come to find out that this was Friday evening. Come to find out Saturday morning, he learns that four of the girls that were on the, on the beach trip have the vid.
1: Oh man. So, and you were in contact with him Friday.
0: Yeah. Friday. So So, I
1: need find a new winter turkey hunting partner you're, you're well,
0: done yeah i'll be deceased by then
2: <laughs> so Dang.
0: yeah i am let's see friday night to saturday night saturday night to sunday night sunday night to monday night
1: five days isn't tuesday
0: night wednesday night i'm five days into it feel wonderful good so i think i'm too salty to get the vid
1: well good maybe that's the maybe that's the whole key yeah saltiness
0: salty and pickled with alcohol
1: (laughs) it can't possibly live in that
0: I don't believe much can live in it (laughs) no of course we're my wife and I are you know praying we don't get it and praying he feels better soon he doesn't really have he has more symptoms than you had but yeah uh, you know it's it's He's 31 and pretty darn yeah. healthy, so... Not a huge deal. Yeah, he'll he'll rebound from it, but he's lost his sense of taste. Yeah, that's
1: a weird part of it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he said that was really freaky.
1: Yeah, it's pretty strange. It's just, like, it's not really, like, I guess, inconvenient. It's just, like, this is weird.
0: Yeah, so I'm trying to find some haggis for him. I want somebody can. that gets the vid to try some haggis.
1: Yeah, well, you could... I mean, just hand him a bottle of vinegar, he can drink that or whatever, you know, it won't matter. Yeah. I guess it doesn't really matter because you are doomed eternally at this point. Mm -hmm. But how long do others have until turkey season in Alabama?
0: Yeah, all the other citizens in the great state of Alabama who do not have COVID, have not ever had COVID, and will not ever get COVID, have 184 days. Presumably, 12 hours, 20 minutes, and 6 seconds. Mm-hmm. What about Tennessee? It's pretty
1: decently close.
0: It is. It's just over 6 months
1: away. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then in Tennessee, we must have 198 days, 11 hours, 58 minutes, and 2 seconds until turkey season starts. Mm-hmm. And on my whiteboard at work, I noticed on Friday will be exactly the halfway mark of the year before i'll be for sure hunting again gotcha either mississippi or georgia gotcha that'll be 182 days away
0: creeping on up
1: i cannot wait
0: seems like just a few weeks ago we were moaning and groaning really about how it was 300 days out now here we are it's gonna creep on. yeah
1: it's going quick now that it's to this time of year it speeds up it feels like so we got fall turkey season, you got deer hunting, a lot of hunting seasons coming in right now and then football's cranking up and there's stuff to do again. Yeah. Time should go quicker now.
0: Yeah. Very true. Oh, hey, I didn't tell you this. At least 120 acres additional, 120 acres. Nice. Yeah, the the thing about it is it is a 2-year-old pine plantation. So, it's pretty thick.
1: Yeah, a little thick.
0: A little thick. I did see some hen tracks on the property, and there were deer tracks everywhere. Really? That place is covered up with deer.
1: Well, it may have some turkeys on it, like, you know, late season when the hens are nesting.
0: Could very well be.
1: Yeah. Is the neighboring property of some good timber on it?
0: The neighboring property is National Forest Land. Ah, big timber.
1: Yeah, now we're cooking. Mm-hmm. Does it give you any kind of advantage on accessing the national forest?
0: Unfortunately, no. Uh, that was one little downside to it.
1: Yeah, that would have been nice if you'd have had a way to get into somewhere nobody else could get to, kind of thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, but
1: but cool. Well, you'll have to keep us updated on it. I hope you stock the freezer with some venison and turkey breasts off your new lease.
0: Yeah. I'll have think a good time too much over squirrel there. Hunting on a
1: the two-year-old plantation, but
0: yeah, probably, probably not much squirrel hunting. <laughs> Might be a good place to dove hunt.
1: There you go. <laughs> Closer to doves and squirrels.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So we've got a little turkey hunt to play today, don't we?
1: Yeah. This is uh, the first hunt of Turkey Tour 2020 that ensued in west virginia is where we're going to take you guys today so background on this the goal states for the trip were new hampshire and maine and that was just too far of a drive to do that in one day and i don't like wasting a morning driving i want to hunt every morning that i can
2: Mm-hmm.
1: so the way I planned it out was I leave work at 5 on Fridays so I left at 5 and we drove to West Virginia had our licenses bought online and we went to a place in kind of it was pretty good ways up into West Virginia we were on up in there a little ways and we got there around 3 to 4 a.m. and so we just parked the car at the gate decided John was the guy who rode with me. He's uh, also who hunted with me in Florida and who we had him on the podcast for that episode from Florida. And so he and I just kicked over in the car and slept right there at the gate for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. And he was going to hunt behind this gate. And then I was to drive off and go hunt this other area that I had picked out. And so he got out and he went up in there and hunted and I drove around to my zone that I was going to hunt And it was gated as well, so I parked at the gate, walked in down, like, a nice paved road, gravel road kind of deal for about a mile, and then I took a hard right and went up, literally, like, I didn't think I was ever going to stop going up, Hmm. and, I mean, it, it was like i hit one crest and i was like all right i've hit the top you know it's dark so i couldn't tell what's ahead of me and i've never been there before and so you know i hit a little crest and i was like thank the lord i made it and then i walk like two steps and i start going up again it's like oh my gosh so i started i just kept going up and up and up and up and up finally i got to the top and i'm up there with my oxygen mask on trying to look out over the tops of the clouds and i mean it you got to be a Billy Goat to hunt West Virginia. I'll just go ahead and tell you. At least where we were, that was the choppiest. I mean, some serious hills.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You, you like if you do not listen to the Persick, the Lindsay Persico episode pertaining to working out, and you don't do some kind of workout before your turkey season, you will not hunt West Virginia at least well. Because <laughs> you got to be in shape. Yeah. And anyway, I got up there, and it's a beautiful morning. And I heard a turkey gobble and there's quite a bit of water on this area a big it's it's a lake I guess but it is kind of shaped more like multiple rivers almost real narrow lake that runs all around in there and I heard a turkey gobble and I thought he's on the other side of the lake and well, then a boat cranks up and I hear it flying around down there with a surface drive motor that's unbelievably loud so he's Drives for a good 30 minutes right at prime gobbling time. And I cannot hear anything. Like, okay, this is fantastic. So I just kind of wait him out. And he finally shuts back down. And I hear the turkey gobble again. He's way off. And then I hear, it sounded like two or three turkeys gobbling way off across the lake. And that was all I heard. So I waited, waited, waited. Nothing gobbled on my side. Nothing gobbled on my side. And so I thought, well, I might as well, you know, maybe my ears are deceiving me. I walk towards the edge of the lake and get them to gobble or I can get a really good pin dropped on them. And if they are on the other side, I'll at least know exactly where they are so I can move around there on them because it was land I could hunt on that side as well. And so I walked 300 yards that way. No, I mean, it was maybe 200 yards that way, I guess. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna owl. You know, hopefully I can still hear them because I had to come off the mountaintop a little bit, you know? Yeah. And so I get all, you know, clear my throat. throat) Turkey gobbles about 50 yards away. (laughs) This one had not gobbled yet. And I'm like, holy crap. And of course, I'm just standing on a ridge in the wide open. The turkey gobbles right next to me. So I'm like, I mean, he hadn't seen me yet. So I just drop down and start belly crawling to the tree line and I get in the same patch of trees with him and he's right below me. And so I'm like, great well, this place is... to be. Yeah. I was like, this is a perfect situation. Cause it's like, you know, surely they're going to fly down and come up to this nice green open area above me. That should be perfect. And so I kind of get in there. And it is so thick in this patch of woods. It was the thickest spot of other than Florida, maybe, it was probably one of the thicker areas I've hunted in a long time. And so I could only see maybe depending on like I could see in certain spots I could probably see fifty yards, but it was like a tiny hole that I could see through. Yeah. And most most of my surroundings, like he was gonna need to be within like fifteen yards for me to get a shot. And I'm sitting on a very sharp incline, so my you know, legs are well below my butt, which isn't exactly comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so he gobbles a couple times and then all of a sudden two or three of them let loose and gobble they're all right together. Oh wow. It sounded like two or three gobblers and then when they all cut loose here in the trees. There's hens everywhere and they start going berserk. So when they crank up I decided I better, you know, let stake my claim in this in this game. Yeah. And let everybody know I'm here. And so I start becoming part of the flock. And I'm, I'm amongst them. I mean, I am in amongst these turkeys. <laughs> and so I start tree calling and yelping and doing all kind of calling and trying to figure out who the boss hen is. But there's so many of them yelping, I couldn't figure out who the boss was. And so anyway, the turkeys all fly down. So we'll jump in here and listen to this first portion of the hunt. And this is a long hunt. It took quite a few maneuvers so we'll listen to this first portion which is mostly in the tree talk and through when these birds fly down and then we can jump back in here and i'll kind of describe what's happening and take it through the rest of the hunt maybe so you guys listen into this first portion of my hunt in west virginia where i have just sat down on some turkey gobblers that are within 75 yards of me at this point we'll see you guys on the other side So the birds have flown down, and they're they're gobbling pretty good, but there's a lot of hen talk going on.
0: Did they I fly got, down, like, later than you expected, kind of right on time, likewise? Uh, we they were what,
1: about right on time. It okay. was kind of real foggy, or I don't know if it was fog or if it was a cloud sitting on us, mm-hmm. but it was foggy in there, and uh, they flew down about right. I mean, it wasn't too late. It was probably a little later than anticipated, but the hens flew down first and then they all kind of assembled up and then the gobblers all flew down
0: and the gobblers pitched down to the hens.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think they all flew down into one big flock. Okay. And, but they answered me as you can hear on the audio, most every time I call one of them gobbles and it was, it sounded like it was two gobblers with all the hens and then another gobbler on the other side of them from me and so i was kind of thinking i bet i can get that lone one out there i bet i'm you know if they'll ease off i bet i can get him to slip over here so i start calling to him mostly and the two close ones answer every now and then he's answering me pretty good hands are answering me pretty good anyway we start bickering for a while and everything's going on i called these birds up to 30 40 yards twice during all this could not i never saw the first turn it was so thick yeah and they came right there i mean when they gobbled i was like all right they're here like i'm ready to shoot you know (laughs) yeah and never saw not a hen not a gobbler i didn't see anything was the terrain a
0: hindrance for you to be able to see them as well
1: yeah because it it wasn't just a sheer cliff it was kind of a straight down little bench straight down little bench straight down so there's a lot of stuff they can be right under yeah. And so anyway, I just keep calling and calling, trying to hope I can pull one right into my lap or I can see him. And I finally make the decision, like, all right, they're they starting to ease off for the second time away from me. And I decide I'm not going to kill them sitting right here. It's time to take some action to them. And so at this point, I put my phone, I left it recording, but I took my vest off, took my binoculars off everything and laid my phone on the ground right there pointed towards where i was headed to record and i start crawling towards the turkeys and so as you hear through all this audio it's basically a cat and mouse game you'll hear me call and, pow,
2: and
1: then i'll crawl some more call they gobble or a hen yelps I, i'm keeping tabs on where they are and trying to get closer and closer
2: mm-hmm.
1: and i crawled i crawled within 50 yards of these turkeys like four times and never saw the first turkey (laughs) wow and so finally yeah so i'll just we'll play the whole second half of the hunt here during this segment so i'll just tell you how towards the end finally i got i mean i crawled up to where i was like uncomfortable with how close i thought i was to the turkeys like i was like this is stupid like there's no way i didn't just bump them you know like they got to be right here. And I call, and one gobbles. Literally, it sounded like he was 10 yards from me, and I couldn't see him. And so let's jump in here. We'll listen to this, and then I'll talk about what happened at the end because it's pretty crazy. So this is from I'm originally sitting down, and I start crawling and calling and crawling and calling and trying to get a new position on these turkeys where I can kill them in this thick jungle that I'm in on the mountain. So We'll see you guys on the other side of this portion. This is going to finish out the hunt. Can't wait.
2: All
0: right, that is all that we have for you guys for the free portion of this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. If you're not a premium content subscriber to the Turkey Hunter Podcast, you are missing out on the second half of this hunt with Cameron in West Virginia. And I am telling you, you don't want to miss out on the second half of the hunt in West Virginia. You Things are get interesting. You're going to get your $18 worth of entertainment out of this one episode. If for some strange, strange reason you do not, then I will guarantee you the three and a half years of additional content that you're going to be able to pick up with all the hunts, all the interviews, all the stories, all the turkey news that you're going to have access to. We'll make up for it and if that's not enough for you you're going to get the premium content for the next 52 weeks all by doing this one thing well it's one thing but it involves a few steps the one thing is subscribing to the premium content of the turkey hunter podcast by texting the word turkey hunter to the number four four two 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 after you do that I'm gonna send you a set of instructions that you'll need to follow And eventually, I'm going to email you a link that you can click on to create your username and password for the Podbean application and pay the $18 per year annual subscription fee. I'm telling you, that $18, you're going to get every penny out of it in this one episode. The rest of this hunt with Cameron is awesome. So Cameron, if they're sitting there and they're thinking, $18 is too much. I would love to hear this episode, but I don't want to pay the 18 bucks. How can they do that?
1: All you got to do is go to our website, the turkeyhunterpodcast.com, or you can go to imturkeyhunting.com and click on this episode, followed by the letters PS, which stands for premium single. You'll be able to purchase that for 99 cents, and it'll unlock the remaining portion of this hunt our discussion after the hunt and the entire episode. You can do that for any of our past episodes that have PS after it for $1, you get a whole episode, but for 18, you get a whole lot more. So you may want to just go ahead and become a subscriber now.
0: Very cool. Well, man, thanks for sharing that hunt. That was awesome. I I enjoyed that a lot. Those mountain birds. And
1: you got to work son for that.
0: Yeah. When you shoot one, they are not going uphill. they're not going to flop uphill to you
1: and every flop he makes can propel him another 20 yards down the hill you know easily (laughs) if he moves an inch he's rolling again
0: yeah but that head over heel roll that they do down the hill it's it takes its toll on him.
1: oh yeah it definitely finished him off i think he probably hit a tree with his neck or something you know yeah and probably finished him off and almost finished me off. So, you know, I tried their strategy because they can roll pretty quickly head over heels. So I was trying the same thing, but mm-hmm. I wasn't very good at stopping myself. It's a problem I found. So I, I would suggest to listeners, do not try that strategy. Stay on your feet. It works out better in the end.
0: Yes, <laughs> it does. Definitely. I, I'm speaking from experience. It definitely does. Yeah. Well, cool, man. So... Yeah. Let me change subjects on you just a little bit. All right. So Pops is elk hunting this week. Any luck?
1: Not really. They, you know, out west they had a big snowstorm and three feet of snow covered the mountain that they were originally hunting. Wow. And so they were on quite a few elk in that area and three feet of snow came in. All the elk moved to lower elevation and all the hunters did as well because mm-hmm. not only do the elk have to concentrate to certain spots, but all the people had to concentrate to certain spots. Yeah. So I think they heard, they did hear a couple of bulls bugle yesterday, but I don't think it's going quite as well as it did for Ryan before the snowstorm, because it's just complicated things. I think they actually have moved to a different unit at this point. Okay. But hopefully they've, find something i don't know i mean worst case dad's having a blast riding horses in the mountains and camping out you know
0: nothing wrong with that
1: can't possibly have a bad time doing that
0: yeah yeah very cool man yeah i'll
1: keep you updated next week i'll let you know how that went my brother thomas is going out there to hunt next week so maybe we'll get a second elk for the family soon
0: yeah keep me updated on that and then you know i'm starting to worry a little bit about gerald
1: I know. I'm hoping we can get hold of somebody in Oakland about Geraldson.
0: Yeah, we got to find out how old Jer's doing. I, I don't know. I just woke up last night. I just had a bad feeling. Like 4:15, it just something woke me up, and I just thought, man, what is it? Why did I just get jarred out of bed? And I haven't been able to come up with anything all day long.
1: It's Gerald, man. Uh, just. You're just scared they're going to relocate involved. him to Birmingham. He's just going to put the whoop on you like he's doing these Oakland residents.
0: Uh, I've got a little more street smarts <laughs> in in our kind of street.
1: So you know how to bear in up woods? a box of wild turkey gobbler?
0: I know I know how to take one on. I'll put it that way. <laughs> and I have... I have been known to kill a wild turkey gobbler or two with a gun with no ammo. So right. I I'm I know how to hold my own. Now I'm not gonna say that
1: But this is Gerald we're talking yeah. About.
0: Well and I, I think Gerald and I can get along pretty well together.
1: <laughs> Till uh, April first or so? Yeah. The relationship might become one sided at that point.
0: It it may become a little strained and I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying that there won't be an incidence of domestic violence.
1: Yeah, if a couple of weeks of season go by and no birds on the ground, Gerald's gonna start looking a little tempting.
0: <laughs> couple of weeks? <laughs> how about it's the first,
1: first day? First morning goes by. <laughs> how
0: about five minutes in after daylight, the first? All morning. right,
1: I killed one. Bring out Gerald. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey gerald eats just like the other ones that I have to work so hard for
1: that's right he's yeah. full of rose garden bushes and he's been well fed so i bet he's eating real nice
0: mm-hmm. yeah well let's see if we can get in touch with somebody over there in oakland I, i'd be interested to hear
1: yeah gerald's
0: doing and we'll we'll follow For real on that try anybody. to get
1: hold of them and bring y'all an update on gerald because i think that would be an interesting topic i also want to hear how oakland people talk about turkeys i have a feeling they're all not out chasing them in spring like we are quite as much
0: oh yeah you know they they love to look at them i do
1: too yeah i do too yeah i love looking at them within 40 yards full strut with a bead over his head that's my favorite yeah yeah Yeah, man that was a fun hunt i'm glad i got to share it with you guys hope y'all may have picked up on some tips from that on how to hunt a mountain gobbler in a thick laurel bush but i loved it i I wish i was still there
0: yeah i've said this i can't even begin to fathom how many times but if the terrain does not lend itself to sitting down stand up
1: yeah just stand
0: find a tree stand behind the tree
1: yeah you you do not have to be in the The traditional position, I'll say. Yeah. I've killed many turkeys laying on my belly, on my knees, standing up. I've killed a lot sitting back against a tree. I've killed a lot leaning around a tree, you know. And it's not just
0: the terrain. I mean, it can be the foliage too. Yeah. You know, if you're in an area that's pretty thick on, you know, got a good browse line, so to speak, you may have to stand up just to be able to see farther than 10 yards.
1: Yeah. I mean, whatever gives you an advantage visibility wise to, where you can shoot 50 yards and in that's where you need to be mm-hmm. if you if sitting down limits you to only see in 20 yards stand back up you need okay. to be able to see where you can shoot him if he steps to 40 yeah that that is definitely the case mm-hmm. all right well, i've been waiting on this moment for the whole week where we need our helmet for, for this week's favor all
0: right so the favor of the week <laughs> this week is uh, and i've I, I want to make sure everybody's got their helmet on. Mine, so,
1: I had mine polished and ready to rock for today, so it's yours
0: on. Yours is on. How about the dogs? Because if the dogs oh, yeah, can hear me, on. okay, I'll put
1: theirs on before mine. Okay, oh, that's
0: right. Yeah, that's the instructions when you get dogs. Please yeah. put your hel- talk on your helmet first before you put it on yourself. Okay. The favor of the week is this: if you own property in Utah and you would like. For Cameron and I to come get rid of some turkeys on your place this winter because they're destroying your grain bins. They are all in your yard eating out of your bird feeders, whatever issue the turkeys are causing you, then message Cameron. You can get him on Please. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can email him. Just call you can snail
1: mail me. Get you can come
0: to my house. So the second favor of the week, and, and, you know, I'm saying that jokingly, but seriously.
1: (laughs) If somebody has land in Utah or knows somebody (laughs) with land in Utah, northern Utah specifically, please, I would love to talk to you.
0: Yeah. If you got any insight on some ground to hunt there, if you've hunted private ground with a, a rancher or a farmer around there, and you think that rancher or farmer would be open to letting two rednecks from the south show up in february yeah and seriously let us know I, that that would be awesome we'd be very appreciative of that but very. the true favor of the week this week is to go ahead and mark off on your calendar for next thursday mm-hmm. next thursday is september the 24th 2020 we have a guest coming on the show that we know you're going to love.
1: Oh yeah, we got a big episode for you next week.
0: And I want you to mark that on your calendar, but go ahead and, and shoot a text message to some of your buddies that you know listen to this show and just say, hey, if you hadn't heard the show this week or if you're not listening to it because it's deer season, squirrel season, dove season, pheasant, quail, rabbit, whatever it is that you're hunting, if you know they're not listening to it, Be sure to clue them in that next week's episode, episode number 308, is going to be huge with a capital Y.
1: Oh yeah, huge.
0: So, that is the favor of the week this week.
1: I like it. All right. Sounds good, man. Let's wrap this thing
0: up and start planning for next week.
1: Let's do it. Thank you guys.
0: Yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We know that you have choices. We appreciate you spending your time with us. We hope you have a wonderful week and... We look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Sayonara. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews.